But I mean, realistically, what do you? The crazy part is the protests are only growing in numbers, right? Which is the part that's fucking mind blowing because you would think they would taper off a little bit by this point, but they only have expanded, gotten bigger, more organized, and in more cities. I I've been thinking about that, and it's I, I don't. I was saying a couple of days ago, like I don't think this is gonna be like the last protest. <laughs> like I think the movement is just is only going to grow for a while as we reveal the holes in the uh, defenses of our enemies that we previously thought were impenetrable. Uh, as we uh, become increasingly frustrated by, I mean, frankly, this. There's a, obviously a reason to say, you know, don't forget what these protests are about. Don't forget who this is for. It was for George Floyd's horrible killing, and it's about police brutality on uh, uh, black people specifically and, and people of color. Uh, but also, I don't think that this would have happened outside of historical context of uh, a pandemic that is causing you know, un- like unprecedented pandemic death uh, in this country for a very long time. Um, when you have an economic crash that is about as bad as it has been in nearly a, like a century, in, in several decades at least. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, worse than 08. When, right. you have, when you have an economic response that is a one-time check of $1,200 that a lot of people haven't even gotten yet, uh, when you have uh, a an election that uh, a national general election that was so clearly rigged to give nobody a desirable outcome, uh, when you have no clear alternative in voting for something that makes this go away, this has to happen. There's no world in which those conditions uh, don't lead to this happening. Uh, and so I think that this movement is, is here to stay. And it's, it's yes, it's a representation of, of the disgusting power that cops hold over people. But that's a symbol of, of so much more that it, it really kind of encompasses everything truly wrong with this country. And I think that as soon as we saw those fucking astroturfed, uh, you know, armed protests to reopen Fuddruckers, which I will never get over that image. Uh, no, it was, it was a wonderful <laughs> image. That it, it will forever be ingrained as something that makes me happy to think about. We just live in such a, a weirdly distorted, like post postmodern time where, where nothing really means anything, and people are just hyper atomized into these. Uh, you know, first off, just super individualized. You know, left totally on their own uh in in society and on the other hand grouped into these like weird fringe ideologies that no longer had to fight against you know geogra- uh, geography uh just weird little brain worms being able to spread around and just lead to this the, the truly dumbest uh epic in american society i mean <laughs> how does how does this not happen you know I don't... I don't know anymore. And so I, I, I think more and more people are, are going to come out of the woodworks and realize, well, shit, if everybody else is having their day, if fucking 
shitty ass Trump supporters driving their fucking, you know, ridiculous turbo fucking, I don't know, trucks. They're, they're, yeah, they're turbo diesel trucks and their fucking Escalades fucking want to get out and fucking wave around a fucking crossbow at somebody. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so they you can drive the to the bazooka, haircut. Right? Oh God! What? No! God damn it! Wait, you didn't see the guy with the? Oh, I did not see a bazooka guy. Oh kidding. yeah, dude. I have. I, don't worry. I'll send you the picture. Uh, it's, it's a dude, he has a. Um, the best part about it is a. It's a one shot. Obviously, I'm not a gun dude. So if you are a uh, like firearms expert, like do not come for well, me. It I'm is, a big bazooka head, so I, I'm sure I'll be able to figure out what you're saying. I don't know what it's called, um, but it is essentially a one use. Um, rocket launcher of sorts uh but this guy had it just on his back in the middle of a subway and everyone was like bro why'd you bring that that can only be fired once we know you there's nothing in it because you couldn't have it and he's like no it's he's like no it's loaded and they're like no it's not dude and they're like all these military people were like bro i can literally see where when it was fired i can tell because it's like it turns a different color on the top when it's fired and the guy's like you don't know that so it's like it's a single loading. It's not even a reloadable thing. No, what it's a it's kind of like weapon. It, it, it's like a fucking firework. You pull this gun at once, it pops and it's done. Yes, it's a firework that can kill a tank. Yes, correct. That's exactly. Well, sure, right. yeah, but like, yeah, he's he's got a used one. That's all. Yeah, he has a used one with him, and he's just running. He's just lugging it around inside of a subway, getting a foot long. What a cool and, dude. No, of course he's like got you know he's like a muscle bro. He's got his American flag fucking tank top, dude. Like a bunch of dipshit tattoos. <laughs> Do you see the guys uh, uh, that all showed up to the lake to try and fish the Confederate monument out of the? Oh, out of the dude, fucking, don't uh, do not do not fret. <laughs> I am going to be talking about them in depth later. Oh, I I love those guys. Those are my favorite. But just in case, uh, we did have some technical difficulties earlier, and just in case I can't get that audio resurrected out of the ground, uh, welcome back to Neo Literal. I am host Jaden Minnick. I am here with co-host Dane, and we will be going over the civil unrest of the United States and quite possibly the fall of the United States this week. Um. I think but, yeah. it's gonna be time, but we'll get there. We'll get oh, there. No, no, no. We'll go. We'll launch straight into these fucking idiots. Oh yeah. So, the everlasting image I'm sure you've seen all through Twitter um, of the this entire group of white men uh, trying to use what looks to be an elongated lead pipe. Yeah, this uh, is and big... nothing else. <laughs> it's a super fish, fishing. Yes, to fish a what I would have to assume would be hundreds and hundreds, even thousand pound. Um, stone statue out of the water with just four of them in swim trunks. Yes, but if you'll see, uh, if, if you look at the picture, they're all actually pretty muscular. So I think they thought that they could just use their raw strength to lift something that probably costs, like, it weighs like, I don't know, five figures of pounds. I don't even begin to know how much that weighs but I can begin to know that I will not be able to just use a pole to get it out. Like props for them to try for trying to like use a simple tool to like use leverage or whatever. That's, that's some applied physics nicely done. Um, that's like putting them on the like same cognitive level as like uh, ravens and crows. Um, <laughs> but uh, they, uh, yeah, I don't believe they were successful in their attempt to remove 
the statue of uh, whoever the fuck E. Lee uh, fucking no, out of the, it's, uh, the statue out of the was of Edward Colston. He was like a 17th century oh. slave trader. This actually occurred in Bristol in the UK. Um, oh, really? Yeah, this was a uh, United Kingdom, actually. Um, oh, I really. That's the cool thing is how many international protests have been going along. This is, the, with this it, is like, the type of stupid shit that America. Oh, so many, so many. I feel like everywhere. my my best uh, interpretation of of how the world might see us uh, would be like to have after. I mean, if I lived in another country and I knew about America, I feel like I would just be reeling in horror, watching what's happening, waiting for something to go horribly awry. And then being relieved that it's mostly happening to their own civilians. But then seeing like Americans like rise up and throw stuff. And, like, I just want to picture like a British guy being like, yeah, I was waiting for you. <laughs> like, what took you so long there? Like, fucking. No, dude, it's, it's insane. I mean, they literally tried. My favorite video of it is the guy who actually jumps in the water and like swims down there. Like, I don't know if he thought he could like grab, like with the buoyancy, he could like grab it and bring it up or what? He kicked real hard. <laughs> Cause like he jumps down there and swims while the dude with the super long lead pipe, like tries to like, you know, pull it up with some, like you said, applied physics. But then there's a guy in the water who's just in his boxers, dude, just trying to like grab this statue and like Hulk it up to the surface. And I just don't know like what the game plan was. Did they just get like, they went to the pub, had a few pints and they're like, you know what, dude, we're going to go get that Colston statue out of the, uh, (laughs) out of the ravine. Like that's what we're going to do today, lads. And they, there's only like three of them too. I mean, it's just in, it's insane. But I will say that if they had been successful about getting the statue out, that would have refuted all of the ancient alien people who swear that only alien technology could have built the pyramids. So that would have been one positive, I guess. There you go. Uh, so it could have been worse. But I mean, there's protests going on not even just in America, literally <laughs> through the entire world. I mean, yeah. Props, props, props to every single nation in on the continent of Africa just going hard for the cause. Mm. And I'm just like, yes. Yes. Did you see the uh, French firefighters setting themselves on fire and attacking the cops? Oh, my God. Oh, you, you think bad for a ass. second I wasn't going to bring that up? I will never say anything bad about The French are officially cool. They've lit themselves on fire and, and turned into flaming projectiles. That's That's some pretty cool shit. Oh, yeah, dude. Shouts out to the French. I'll try some escargot sometime. Hey, if you're listening to this, American firefighters, like, (laughs) dude, give us a fucking program, bro. Like, you know what? You know, we already kind of have this weird love affair with firefighters, even though, like, I know a bunch of them personally, and they're, like, not that great of dudes, but, like, they don't beat up minorities, so, like, that's good. That's that's the thing. Like, I, I will never respect a cop because being a cop is a choice. And being a firefighter is another choice in the same question. And it's like you chose cop when firefighter was an option. It's like, yeah. And I mean, it's not even like the pay is that much different. I want to say firefighters get paid more and obviously high level police get paid. I have zero idea. I I, I don't know either. I just feel like that's how it should be. But like, I know, uh, I think my uh my grandfather was a firefighter and he's got he's just been living on his pension and seems to take good care of him oh see that's good but like so firefighters are, are, are universally loved by pretty much the entire united states and um yeah. i don't know how that works in france but i have to assume that they are now you near universally loved and then also i a small portion loathes them 
for lighting themselves on fire and then attacking police, which leave it to French people to just take what we're doing and then just make it like a thousand times cooler. No, the French know how to revolt. Dude, they Absolutely. really do. They, I mean, they are, are pros at it. They are very good at getting pissed and being unable to take it anymore. Like throwing a handkerchief to the ground and then chopping a bunch of people's heads off. I was going to say, they, they really are um, like the they helped us of the guillotine. We right? were only able to revolt because the French came over like, hey, let me show you how to do it. We've been no, fighting I mean, these accurate. fuckers yeah. forever. We know all their dumb little tricks. Yeah, no, we know all their dumb shit that they do. Like, let me just teach you how to do this. See, like, when they stand in this line of, like, red coats, yeah. you guys just, like, hide over there behind a bush and then shoot them. They will not know what to do. Didn't we actually get that from natives? What's up? Didn't we get that from natives? Uh, I don't know. I no, feel that's like... A, that's a good question. I could be wrong, but I, I, I think that hiding in the bushes and attacking from secret was uh, a strategy introduced to uh, the early... Uh, colonizers of this country. Uh, I have to say adopted. that it was probably taught to the French who then taught it to us. We always get everything like third hand at this point. Look, but, yeah, I don't know. History probably never even happened. This country no. is probably been here forever and they're just trying to do a rebrand. Probably. Like, how, like, like when a, uh, when a restaurant owner, his, his restaurant is like falling apart. And so he just shuts it down and then just gives it a new coat of paint and comes up with a new menu and gives it a new name. And then everyone, oh, let's go to the new restaurant. That's, I think that's what happened with America. No, there's a very specific bar in my hometown um, that has closed down and rebranded about seven times in the past ten years. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, and anyone who, who lives here knows exactly where it is. But It's strategy. No, they always try, and it always closes down in a year. But that's basically what America is doing, essentially. I do love the idea, though, like, because I – as much as I hate um, imperialism and all these things, I do consider myself to be a, a definitely a warfare historian. I am oh, extremely I... obsessed with World War One. Oh. Yeah, dude, get me on a thirty milligram Adderall and bring out World War One. You will not hear the end of it. I promise Listeners, you. Listeners, make that happen. Please don't. Please, please, please don't. I don't need to do this again. You know how many dates I've ruined in my life doing this? A lot. <laughs> um, but like. It always fascinates me when people, not when people, but when military formations first encounter like guerrilla tactics, especially back in like the 17 and 1800s, because they're so used to like noble battles where like they'll literally, <laughs> the fact that you can convince troops to walk out, no, no armor, nothing in bright uniforms to stand in lines directly across from each other and just exchange fire is insane. And them running into people who just don't want to die for the first time and are like doing sneaky shit, like <laughs> hiding in trees, not the playing shot. chess. Yeah. Not playing chess. They're like, no, we're not going to do that. We're actually just going to like kill all of you. And then we're not going to lose anyone. It is fucking insane. Like the native Americans are in my, in my opinion, probably the most revolutionary military force to ever exist. And they never even had a true military revolutionary from the perspective of, western uh line combat yes in, in yes when it comes to like european combat yeah. zones yes absolutely i mean people asian continent countries were doing stuff i mean like shit, this. I, yeah i can only imagine how much uh shits uh the u.s military has copped since i mean they've used they used fucking what cherokee right so yeah. like yeah we talk 
yeah. In World War Two, yeah, they did. They conscripted. They're like, hey, I know we did all that bad stuff to you guys, but could you like help us defeat Hitler for a little bit? You know, we'll like. Uh, That's we'll, such a compelling we'll argument, college. though. Can you help us beat Hitler? It's like. I know. That, it's like you don't that's, even have to that's offer some real him. enemy of my enemy shit. You know, it's just like, well, fuck. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm going to be the guy that says, no, I won't help kill Hitler. You're going to make me be that guy. <laughs> yeah, you don't even have to be like, hey, look, we'll give you this to help us. You just be like, look, do you really want to say no? Uh, like, come on. Like, okay, yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. I have a prior arrangement. I can't help you beat Hitler. But we are kind of seeing, and the reason I bring this up is because we're kind of seeing it again right now. Uh, to a certain extent, because the police are basically acting as if they are the British monarchy forces right now, and the protesters are acting as if they are revolutionaries. I mean, the police are marching in lines with shields, and they're like, we're yeah. going to beat the shit out of all these people. Just assuming and- the superior technology is necessarily going to make them a better army, which is, exactly. from what I understand a massive mistake uh, that our military has been making for decades. And it's why we've been getting our ass beat by like fucking IEDs and fucking shit in the Middle East. Yeah. Like, Shout out Vietnam for that one. Yeah. Cause, yeah, that's, and that, Cause that's the real, that's, that's what's happening with all these police quitting is they're all fucking just like used to sitting in their car for fucking, you know, long hour shifts and not having to fucking do anything. And all of a sudden, they're being asked to function as a fucking militia. And it sounds like fun to a lot of them, and it sounds like their job to the rest of them. And then they fucking have to keep doing it day in and day out. And they don't have as many numbers to replace tired protesters. Uh, and, and so, like, just by the number game alone, and by their inability to, like, fully utilize their fucking, you know, ridiculous technology, with the exception of, like, tear gas and, like, fucking rubber bullets, which, like... You know, they have to run out eventually. Uh, yes. Or I mean, I mean, this is going to be a, a war of attrition for sure. But I think just due to the sheer anger of one side and the sheer lazy stupidity of the other, I, I feel like we can get some a favorable outcome here. I mean, think about how disheartening it must be to be one of these police officers, right? Because you're decked out, like your whole combat, just you yourself, your whole combat outfit, whatever fucking anti-riot weapon you have at that point all of that costs 10 to 15,000 i mean your whole troop is decked out in like the latest and greatest taxpayer funded fucking gear and then you watch your buddy just get brained by a can of garbanzo beans (laughs) like how disheartened do you have to be at that point because you're like i in all in all simulations and everything else that I've run through my head, we should crush this opposition. But then there's people just with full tin cans and like glass bottles just running us back. It's insane. One of my favorites was uh, (laughs) somebody was, uh, I mean, I've seen like people say that a candle was an IED and it says like, you can see the tag for this candle. It says it's a candle. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I think one of my favorites <laughs> was the Princess Frog. Uh, or I think it was called the, the Princess Frog, where they had like a whole lineup of these are the weapons that these Antifa terrorists have been fucking throwing at us. And yes. uh, like it's just it's like fucking like, you know, a battery fucking like like a, a brick uh, fucking like maybe a fucking weed pen or some shit. 
then there's like this weird like pink and purple thing like uh, we think this is ied or some shit and like somebody googled it it's just a toy it's like a princess frog toy <laughs> it's just like i, I like that it. one or, I, like, or the these ones. fuckers are showing up with with fucking rubber bullets and tear gas and they have the gall to complain that their riot shields have been breached by canned goods it's fucking <laughs> biggest fucking babies like all the all these fucking like and and all the fucking conservatives complaining about these protests like fucking seeing people well i you know I, I, these protesters I, I just don't like how they they come up to people at restaurants and and they ruined my fucking appetizers like shut the fuck up lady like sorry like you don't get to go sit and have a, a nice time and not have to think about what's happening in the world right now. That's the whole fucking point of a protest. Yeah. Don't worry. You I'll can't get to ignore Mr. this shit. <laughs> I'll get to Mr. Steverson, little fucking this fucking guy. But like the, my other favorite one was they were like, OK, we need help from the public to find out who threw this Molotov cocktail at, the, at our police officers. And then it was just a water purifier in a plastic bottle. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. You guys know it's a water purifier. It's not like you guys picked this up and you're like, oh, it's a Molotov. Like, they were like, hell yeah, we can shift public opinion with this. This looks like explosive like. And then everyone's like, no, we have a Google. Like, dude, they sell these on Amazon for $2. Like, shut up. It's so great. It's it's always the laziest. The, uh, the handwritten letters from the kindergartners. Uh, and when somebody pointed out that A, the handwriting on all of the cards were the same. And B, <laughs> kindergarten is not currently in session. <laughs> we don't know who wrote them. <laughs> so, like, aren't you guys supposed to be like detectives? Aren't you like, aren't like? I love the idea of like. Uh, actually, that would be a a good show or like a good like bit or something. It's just like cops that tr- like try and do the trope of how oh the cops are always the one who know how to get away with crimes the best. He's the serial killer cop or whatever. Like, yeah, I, I want to do that, except it's like, you just realize how dumb fucking most cops are. And they just try and do like, they try and emulate crimes and just fuck up constantly. <laughs> like, fucking... Dude, no, they really do, especially when they try to like plant things and stuff like There's, that. But oh, I, I, read a, I read a quote about, well, it wasn't necessarily a quote. I mean, somebody did say it, but the, it's from a book that I really enjoy called World War Z. Um Yes, I am dating myself with that with that reference, but there is a CIA character that they speak to in the book, and he basically says that he starts referencing how they ask him how the CIA couldn't have stopped this you know whole thing from occurring, and he basically just says that the CIA is in no way, shape, or form even remotely close to as powerful as people think they are, but they they purposely put out these crazy super natural superhero stories of the cia to make them seem like they're an all-reaching like tentacle organization and that's kind of the same thing that police do you have this ingrained image of the super cop from tv and film when in reality most police officers are the same guys that you would see at a sports bar in your early 20s they just became cops so just think of that like do you think fucking your boy chad who you used to party with at the sports bar when you were 21 and occasionally do coke with. Now he's a police officer. Do you think he's going to be solving crimes or doing anything smart? No, he's just going to go like beat up people at traffic stops. No, they're always just the fucking bullies that never leave town. 
No, they, they really are. I mean, so occasionally they'll leave town to go bully another community. <laughs> Actually, yeah, that is true. As it as it turns out, a lot of the cops are fucking. Uh, what is it? Outside provocateurs being bust in. Yeah, no, they really are. I mean, even in art, in my personal community, I mean, they had to install an initiative that would pay police officers to actually live in the fucking city limits because none of them did. <laughs> like that was like a whole thing on our news cycle was like a couple of these police officers would live actually in our actual city as opposed to the random shitty little suburbs outside of it. And yeah. they actually like, paid them money to do this. And then one of them ended up going to jail for sexual assault. All cops are great. Fucking fantastic. <laughs> like, Jesus yeah. Christ. But, I mean, locally, we have a kind of a special guy by the name of Dave Severson. He is in our one of our elected officials. Uh, I say that term loosely because I think he's just been running unopposed because no one fucking cares because his job literally does nothing. He's not um, my elected official. No, he's just been running unopposed because he's like a state senator or state congress or something, you know, a position that truly doesn't do much at all um, in the grand scheme of things. And he is a George Soros truther. Um, yeah, right. Uh, he's uh, he's like a certified wackadoo. Yeah, no, like he is. He, I mean, he's been going on Facebook, not Twitter, not Instagram. This is how you can tell he's an old white man. He's on Facebook uh, talking about how all the protests, especially in my hometown of Rockford, Illinois, are uh, they're all being paid by George Soros. I don't know how that's I don't know. He didn't provide logistics, uh, which I wish uh, he would have uh, at least thought that through. Unfortunately, I did not sign up for a direct deposit when I should have. So I'm still waiting on my Soros check. But yeah, uh, yeah. I, I'm waiting on my $95 for the eight hours Frankly, of protesting. I, did. I like my I like my Soros sense more than I like my Trump bucks. I've got to say it, it yeah. sounds cooler and more hip and modern like Trump bucks. No, Soros sense. Hell yeah. But the end of the day, basically being that he protesters caught up with him at a local restaurant. And I use the term <laughs> restaurant likely or like lightly. Um, and they just heckled him. I would also be likely to describe it as a restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> Food um, is served there. Anyway. But they basically just heckled him outside because he came out and said that the all the protests are Colin Kaepernick's fault. Mm -hmm. uh, sure. Which, right. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a thing. So well, he's frankly, if you would have just uh, abolished the police uh, when Colin Kaepernick took a knee, this all would have been avoided by now. So, you know, this is kind of on you. <laughs> <laughs> no it that is i mean if you had just like done to do and then yeah remember back when we did our election coverage and i was speaking about how if they had just let nice man bernie just have his time to run a campaign maybe mm -hmm. they could have pacified the left just enough that they wouldn't turn radical that oh, is no. exactly what the fuck they did this time again if they had just made small fucking reforms when colin kaepernick was doing his like protests mm -hmm. on the national stage they possibly could have prevented this from occurring, not to the extent. Well, I mean, basically, they just demonstrated that they don't actually value peaceful protest. And it's just a clever no, way for them to say, hey, how about you go fuck off and complain to somebody who gives a shit because I know it's not me. Um, because they felt confident in their ability to uh, go to a restaurant and not be harassed. As again, I, I believe that every elected official 
right now for the past several years absolutely should uh, have hordes of people coming after them in public and just being like, with, with very few ex exceptions, uh, just hordes of people coming up and being like, hey, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, why? what the fuck? Why did you pass this? <laughs> what? Nobody wanted this. Yeah, why? My life still fucking sucks. Why, sh why are you the only person I get to vote for? Yeah, fucking. no, and I mean, it, it's fucking insane, too, because a lot. I think a lot of politicians, even at the local level, like some of your local politicians, regardless where you live, it honestly doesn't matter. They kind of have this air of invincibility about them where they're like, well, I'm separated from the people. I'm this. I'm that. What we're finding out through these protests is, no, motherfucker, you are not separated. And if you piss people off enough, they will show up 300 deep outside of your house. <laughs> And they and, will. Uh, did you see the uh, the clip of him, uh, like walking away? Somebody's like, "Are you proud of being racist?" And he turns around and says, "You know what? I am." Yes, I, I like that. Yeah, that's a real good way to get reelected. You fucking idiot. Good job. Like, I also like how he was trying to bait um, the protesters to come inside the restaurant so he could press charges. That was my favorite part of the video, I think. Oh God, really? That's uh... yeah. If you watch the tail end of the video, which I don't worry, I have retweeted it multiple <laughs> times. Go follow me at cheap ludes with an S. Uh, he, he steps inside of the restaurant and is like badgering them. He's like, come on, if you want to talk to me, come inside the restaurant. And the guy's like, no, I'm not going to come in there because I know what you're doing. And he's like, no, I just want to have a conversation inside where it's nice. And he's like, no, I know what you're doing. Like, I'm not coming in the restaurant. And then there are an entire horde of people surround the door. And then he just kind of scatters inside uh, in his white polo shirt. It's beautiful. <laughs> it, it's it, it's a beautiful thing to see. Um, but, I mean, that's kind of happening it's, all It's not around. a huge surprise. And it's also why I was glad. Uh, I The protest that I showed up to. Uh, I, I was late too. I was really just, it was passing by. I was like, yeah, let's fucking march. Uh, what else am I doing? Uh, but uh, the whole time it was around a bunch of shuttered businesses and on the side of town that is not particularly wealthy. Uh, and I was thinking like, this was good. This was powerful. This is a great organizing moment. Everyone's meeting each other, exchanging info, fucking you know, considering the next steps and all that shit. But it's like, we need to, like, go where people go. And conveniently enough, people are going to fucking restaurants right now uh, as though uh, coronavirus is just, everyone uh, got bored and forgot about the, the virus. So yeah, we people are just gonna happen, though. going out to restaurants with conveniently perfect timing for protesters to go harass them and say, why the fuck are you sitting and eating in a restaurant right now? Like, I mean... It, it's fucking insane. I mean, the last one that I, you know, went to observe, uh, they did actually follow exactly what you said. They were like, you know what, we're going to go right over to the busy part of town and we're just going to shut it the fuck down. And they went yeah. and shut the entire busiest business sector of our entire town as far as like uh, retail business sector and shut it completely down. And yeah. let me fucking tell you that the people who were driving around in cars were very upset. <laughs> no they way, were sorry. So upset. I literally oh, no. cuz I was I was observing in my vehicle like around and I was, so I was driving from parking lot to parking lot just kind of following it, checking it out. Um 
and also there just in case the police tried to do some bullshit so I could record it and, you know, put it on the internet. But, uh, I was just, uh, I would be in a parking lot and this car, a car doesn't matter. It happened about five, six times. I'm not going to lie. About four of them were trucks would come flying through and it was very hot outside. So I could hear, you know, what they were saying through their window and every single fucking person was upset because like, Oh, why the fuck is Best Buy closed right now? Oh, oh, I got to go around this side street. And I'm just like, dude, you fucking idiots. God damn. It is not that serious. This you can is just, the worst thing, having to be mildly inconvenienced. Yes. Sorry, do you have to get thing. back to your house where you're doing absolutely nothing as you have been for the past several weeks? No, they were just mad because they were trying to go to Target and it was closed. <laughs> That was the whole thing. Or, like, they were trying to go to, like, Longhorn Steakhouse, and they couldn't because it wasn't <laughs> open. Like, that was their whole issue, and I was just – I'm in my car just laughing. And, like, there's so many police just blocking all the roads off, and then people are fucking mad because they can't go straight. They have to, like, go left and then, like, back onto another street that takes, like, an extra 3.5 seconds. And, like, that's kind of, like – exactly what's happening when people critique the protest it's i don't even think they're upset about the protest and what people are protesting they're upsetting that it's disrupting them in any sort of way whatsoever oh yeah and and it's fucking stupid you guys just did the the same thing like people are finally over the raising awareness thing like if there's no one who isn't aware Right now. Yeah, everyone's everybody aware is, of police brutality. Everybody is aware of the situation and has chosen a side, whether they believe that uh, police brutality is a serious issue uh, and that it is a, a horrible racist institution, or people are saying uh, that's actually fine. It's it's okay. That's just no one is is not aware of these videos. I mean. No, we, we've blasted. That's, maybe that's maybe that's not entirely true, but I mean, this one is just like I mean, Twitter and social media is a bit more adopted than it. You know, every every year it's a bigger part of our lives. I saw a uh, a study. They said that uh, screen time is up thirty uh, percent among Americans since uh, quarantine, and I just thought it was crazy that we only had thirty percent to increase by. I know. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, like, that's... No, and we and this, this whole movement has actually blasted past, like, two to three usual steps when it comes to, like, public outrage. Oh, yeah. Um, like, mean, which is awesome. It went from zero to this, which is fucking great. It could not be better. I mean, this impossible is... Impossible to ignore. The assumption yes. is that the violence itself is impossible to ignore. But in fact, Americans are quite good at that. Uh, yeah, like we, we didn't even get a rubber wrist. The Americans that are all in power uh, and are the ones benefiting from the system that everyone is so pissed by. Uh, so it's important that this fight is taken to their, you know, their fucking uh, front door, their dinner tables. They're fucking like there is a, a very clear disparity in power and wealth everywhere you go in this country and uh i think it is important and refreshing to see that uh that this is happening and the one the one important takeaway from this too that um a lot of us especially people on like you know the left you know the left side and people who are more into like 
social justice and things like that, especially younger people who have, you know, pretty much been raised and more ingrained in Internet culture. Mm-hmm. We've all been kind of very early on realized that you're not safe hiding behind anything on the Internet. Like you can be found if somebody hates you enough, they can find you. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter that your screen name is like LARP wizard or like Pwn daddy. <laughs> like they're going to figure out that your name is Michael Clark pretty fucking easy. Doesn't take very long. But a lot of these people on the right, they don't seem to really realize this yet because they've never had this happen to them. There's so many. I mean, all these videos of like racists feeling like they need to uh, state their opinion. Just showing all these videos of people like fucking in stores, like yelling at fucking. <laughs> I watched a thread of just like racist people getting laid out, like just like you know. Oh, me too. I watched the same thread. Yeah. Yeah. It. It was, I watched that. And it's it was like, great. you know, it's uh like what do you i don't know it just just fucking what what do they think is going to happen it's like we said about the fucking bow guy it's like the guy like when somebody fucking turns your phone on and starts recording you being an asshole you need to stop being an asshole like while they're reaching for their phone it's going online everyone's going to fucking hate you and uh (laughs) yeah you might make two new friends on the internet but you're going to make a hundred thousand new enemies What's worse is that I, I read an article, uh, Innocent People Getting uh, Fucked for This. Uh, there's uh, a fucking – that guy, there was that video of the guy who was riding his bike, and he, like, kicked down some signs and, like, basically assaulted, like, a, a young girl who was setting up signs for the protesters. Yeah, she was, like – Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So fucking they uh, – the internet thought they sleuthed it out because the original – tweet just had the date wrong by one day and so a guy who i mean this guy was wearing a helmet and sunglasses uh no, fucking you couldn't tell who thought, it was. Oh, this is him well everyone thought they figured it out and, and he got doxxed but it wasn't actually him because they had the day wrong but he happened to ride the same bike trail uh the day after it happened and uh somebody was apparently that information was made public by an app that he uh, was using to track his fucking uh, bike riding, which is terrifying and the whole dystopian other thread. But yeah, we're uh, not going to wax poetic about all <laughs> right? Yeah, but uh, anyway, you know, just think like when you're a racist asshole, somebody else could get doxxed instead of you, and and they might have to atone for your shitty crime. And that's going to be a white person that looks like you. And can you really bring yourself to do that? Yeah, I mean, if you're really about that racist action, I don't think you can. You know, yeah, this, this is my call to racist to stop being racist. We're going to see if it works. Little, uh, I do. You know, I I am so I'm so impressed by some of these people. You know, some of it's so beautiful because there was like a video of this jeep that just drove by and they were just screaming racial slurs, mm-hmm. which I which. I get being racist, but like, what does that even do? I, like, I don't, I don't get it. Like, yeah, what's it's, no, it's always just, I, it's, it's either an attempt to control or just an attempt to hurt. Like, I think yeah, the like, ones where like a white lady will like yell at some people at a gas station, tell them to get out. And they're like, are you the manager? And she's like, basically the answer is no, I'm not the manager, but I'm white. So you should listen to me. Yeah, uh, which you don't, don't listen. You don't have to. That, that's an attempt to control and assert, and that's, I mean, racists are often powerless, shitty people, uh, or at least it appeals to powerless, shitty people. Um, Absolutely. 
and uh, as well as powerful shitty people, don't get me wrong, but as far as like the, the more uh, <laughs> class traitorous racists, um, that's usually why. As far as just driving by and being a shit, that just sounds like you want to just be a hurtful little shit and uh, echo some of the hateful shit you've heard online and uh, face zero consequences from it as you drive away and feel good about yourself. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those things where you you want to be super racist, but you don't want to stop the car and deal with the repercussions of yelling racial slurs. So you and, yell them out of the car at people on the side of the road because you know that they can't chase the car down and beat the shit out of you. That's that's basically what it is. But and, I'm right. impressed that they're getting docked so fast and they're correct. I mean, the kid who did this, like his dad was the one driving, which is like that's a whole family dynamic. I don't even want to get into. But well, he yeah, got no, docked so hard well, he lost his scholarship I, and stuff, which is awesome. Yeah, I want to be clear. Absolutely uh, dox these people. Uh, I just thought it was funny to hear one of the rare situations where it went horribly wrong based on some misinformation. Uh, uh, there was another one too. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I'm sure there's plenty of this, but like, definitely if you do manage, yeah, one to of them is pretty. One out. of them is pretty bad, dude. But uh, the the basic thing here, though, is that I mean, this really is just sort of ingrained in people, and I don't think they're going to be meaningfully reprogrammed to not be racist. Uh, in, to do so would take a, a shitload of time and education. In the meantime, I think that just like public shaming and uh, it's the only way like, to go, dude. I, I think it's great, and I think more and more people are on board with that. Um, I, there's less like with this whole movement, and there's a really uh, powerful trend of bucking the Democrat approach of assuming the humanity of your enemy. That's the hallmark of like every interaction the Democratic Party has had with the Republicans in my lifetime. Yes. Setting them up in like some sort of like verbal trap that will show, force them to admit how horrible and and terrible the things they do, uh, how terrible those things really are. And, And that's their whole plan is to show them the error of their ways and assume that they will do the right thing. And, uh, I think that the past couple decades have demonstrated you can't do that. It doesn't work. They will happily admit that they are terrible, uh, and they'll just call it a day. And yeah, so, I mean, our president. I think it's refreshing that. to. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. He's he's the sign that they're winning. That that this strategy is not working at all. They're totally fine to roll around in their own shit. They don't care. Uh, but that's. Uh, I mean. This movement now is, is, I think, really starting to break with that idea of, like, we, we can't just expect that a couple rules imposed on the police will fix anything. We no, can't because they'll just break that this. working with our, our Republican, uh, you know, who we may disagree with them, but, uh, you know, they, they're all trying to do this the, the good thing for America. No, they're not. We need to beat them the way that they are happily willing to uh, coordinate to beat us. Um, but uh, I think that we're starting to see that, and it's really refreshing to see. And uh, I think we need to bring back the stockade. <laughs> you know, the town square stockade where you, know, <laughs> you just bring your local racist asshole who, like, said the N-word on Facebook. You know, you dox her. It's <laughs> usually a white woman. You find her, you throw her in the stockade, and then you just pelt rotten tomatoes at her. And then guess what? She just, probably won't do that again. I think just even a Game of Thrones style shame walk like that fucking uh, boy mayor uh, fucking had to deal oh, with. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah. yeah, but I feel like people will get Jesus complex doing that, you know, because that's like a that's like a biblical thing. Mm. Uh, 
<clears throat> you know, where Jesus walked and then like, obviously he's not real. Yeah. But, you know. No, I, I mean, th- this is a conversation for an entirely different podcast, but there <laughs> could have absolutely been a Nazareth that was an insurrectionist and fucking got hanged, you know, cause that's what they did with people who spoke against Roman empire. Not saying he necessarily exists and definitely not saying he's the son of God or a Messiah or anything, but he totally, I mean, there could have been a Jesus anyway. Uh, the, but the only thing even better than for people wasn't white. That, that he, we oh, oh yeah, no. Um, but even better for uh, um, that biblical sense then, because they can start that walk thinking, oh, I'm going to be like Jesus. And then they can end the walk realizing what actually fucking happened uh, and how a fucking shame walk actually goes when it's not romanticized in a Mel Gibson movie or some shit. Oh, God, I hate that movie so but, much, dude. Anyway, I, I think uh, I think the idea of a stockade and a public hanging and, and shaming racist is as good as any to convene on. I think that uh, that's that, that's sort of the, the whole thing is if I can make any call to action, it's, it's don't shut up about this shit. Don't know f- anyone running their mouth uh, fucking saying any shit against any of the fucking protests, any of the fucking protesters, any of the causes, any of these. Yeah, tell them to shut the fuck up. I mean, realistically, tell them to shut up. I mean, if they sit there and you start talking to, negatively. Don't feel like you have to entertain these people. Don't feel like you owe them an earnest analysis of their perspective. We've had plenty of time as a society to, to draw our lines and, and decide where we stand. And uh, that's it. That, that's, that's, that's my piece. I mean, did you, see, did you see what uh, Puerto Rico did? No. Oh, man, uh, they went outside of the mayor's house and fully erected a guillotine outside of his building, Ooh. which was impressive. That's... Uh, like, I mean, like a full sized French guillotine, dude. It was like literally like 20 feet tall. Damn. And, you know, he was in there just so scared. Yeah. It doesn't matter anyway. how many armed police around him. Like, he's terrified for sure. But, I mean, the protests, they're not dying down. Nothing is dying down. I mean, I was watching live footage of protests today that are bigger in scope, size, and organization than they have been in the past two weeks. Today, two weeks in. The shit's not going to die down, um, like, anytime soon. Uh, The mayor of Minneapolis just got fucking booed out of a protest, which was beautiful to watch. Um, And it just... It keeps getting better and better and better, and it it possibly could get significantly worse. Um, I mean, I have you've obviously seen the vigilante videos pop up. I mean, most of the time they get the shit beat out of them, and then they don't do anything. It's but there is scary. A, it is scary, especially like a crazy emboldened fucking crazy. What I'm assuming is a roofing contractor from Southern California showing up with a, you know, an AR. And then realizing everyone's recording him and he can't really shoot into a crowd of people and then just kind of whimpering back into his truck. Um, But hopefully this doesn't happen, but I'm knowing the American people, it will. Eventually you'll get a guy who doesn't care that he's being recorded and he may do that. Oh, yeah. I mean, they'll come out of the woodworks more and more. No, I mean, they're they're starting to now. You won't cover them, so you got to share yeah, you have to share exactly what's going on with that. Um, there's the guys on top of the building fucking guarding GameStop of all places for some reason. I don't really know what that was all about. 
All right, Jaden, pause real quick. Do you see my text? Uh, let's see here. I got to go. Yeah, no worries, man. We'll just pick this up uh, another time. Sounds right, good. I mean, That's it. Short I, feel like, I feel like we reached a good end point. I feel like we should trim the, the – I mean, I feel like even an hour 30 is long, I feel. Oh, yeah, my, absolutely. I'm keeping it at this for, tight 48. Tight 48? All right. Tight 48. But catch us next week. Take it easy, you guys. Peace.